Welcome, welcome to Inside the Spotlight. This is where we really have our influencers, personalities, celebrities uh, come on air and go live with us, not just on Kiss 92, but on the podcast as well. So uh, very, very happy that Tian, you could make it and be live with us here. Well, thanks for having me. It's very exciting. It is. Yeah, I mean, I watch this um, on live from time to time. And uh, yeah, I just thought it would be just nice and fun to like hang out and chill and talk. So. We only get half an hour. So so we're gonna we're gonna try to make as as much of our, our time here as possible. But mm-hmm. I would say that um, your your journey is how do you like people to know you as in terms of priority? Because you wear many hats. Mm-hmm. So just to name a few, right? Music is one. You've been singing. Singing since you were... Uh, since I was 13, 14. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I think I've been in music longer than I've been in fitness. So started with music, you could say. Mm-hmm. Then you went into fitness, mm-hmm. which we will definitely get into. Mm-hmm. I think a lot, most people maybe know you first, first and yeah. foremost from fitness. Yes. And then and now you're back on YouTube again, which is what I want to talk about. But if if you could describe yourself to someone, right? What would you? How would you say? Hi, like if you had to introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Tian. I'm a. How do you actually introduce yourself? Okay, I'll just say like, hi, I'm Tian. I'm a personal trainer. Definitely first and foremost, because that's my profession. Yeah. Uh, that's what I have been doing for the past eight years. Um, I'll say I'm a personal trainer. I'm also a singer songwriter. Yes. Yeah, and I just am very passionate about putting good fitness and music out. So yeah, yeah basically over just essentially be there and I'm also on YouTube yes yeah. okay so we're so happy you're here because um, it's so fun to hear from different YouTubers right mm-hmm. and I think uh, uh, that's how I got to see you first oh, I got to see yeah. you on this show called No Sweat mm-hmm. uh, on YouTube but that that has since uh, I think you've taken a break from that for a while yeah. and you're now doing your own thing called Sing and Squat yeah Yeah. so I just posted so I have been on YouTube on and off I wouldn't say since 2016 um, I actually started a channel with my then like my ex-boyfriend okay like, we don't we don't need to get into that no we but, don't yeah, he was like he was like a bodybuilder so we were like putting out all this bodybuilding content out and then you know the content was with him but I always thought the the videos were not very good, but anyway, that that, that <laughs> okay. aside, after 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 he, you know, after we broke up and everything, at least I still had the camera, and I was still doing like fitness and bodybuilding. And I was yeah. like, you know what, it would be so fun if I was able to use this camera and start putting out you know, workout videos uh, for myself and also for my clients because yeah, you know, at that period of time, I was watching a lot of videos on YouTube of you know different like how to go to the gym and how to lift weights, but yeah. they were all run by men like men at the gym. So I thought it would be so cool if I saw women you know, yeah. working out at the gym and how women would train at the gym. So I decided to start making, you know, my own like squat videos, my own like deadlift videos. And and it was f- essentially for my female clients. Yeah. Um, and, you know, sending them to my friends who are living overseas. Um, so yeah, so that was the start of my YouTube journey way back in 2016, 2017. Mm. Um, so I was putting out fitness content. You know, I really love this very small community that I was building. And then uh, Click Network No Sweat came around about 2018, 2019. Yeah. Uh, 2018 and then that was when I was able to use that platform to you know push my fitness to a larger audience yes uh, which I essentially did so at the moment now I've, things are coming full circle and, and I've decided to start putting more fitness content back on my channel yeah uh, and just growing that channel again and I think the industry is very very different right now um, how so though so how, how how do you think YouTube has evolved from 2016 to now 2023 it's it, every every few months YouTube kind of changes its yeah. games so, yeah, what, has, what have you noticed is like 
then versus now? Well, I think in the past, you know, I was really very heavily into bodybuilding and weightlifting because there were not many you know, women doing it in the industry as well. So I thought, mm. and now we see so many girls, you know, lifting weights, which I think is great. Yeah. Uh, and what I, my hope for it is, is to become more of a lifestyle yeah. uh, rather than just, you know, you are a weightlifter versus you are not, you know, like I'm fit versus I'm not. I think nowadays it's so com- it's so nice to see that we have really moved on from that and you can be, you know, you can do weightlifting but you can also be a singer. You can be a teacher, uh, you can be a mom but you can also, you know, lift really heavy weights in the gym. Oh, yeah. I think I want to, or you can be in fashion but still also, you know, you're able to like, you oh, know, yeah. lift a hundred and, 100 kg so I think it's like so cool to be able to make you know weightlifting more accessible which I essentially want to do more with fitness okay so but here's the thing right so take me back to Mm -hmm. earlier uh, the the teenage Tian mm-hmm. because teenage Tian wasn't lifting weights. Teenage Tian had a I mean talk to me about that because you had a, a challenge with your body and mm-hmm. you were underweight for a while. Yeah, so I think yeah. my lowest weight I ever was when I was about seventeen eighteen was thirty eight kilograms for your frame. Uh, for my is... frame, that's very light. Um, so I was very, but I think more more than just the weight, I was very unhealthy. Mm. Um, I think not just physically. I I kept going to the hospital. I okay. kept going to the emergency room and I think it was like my second trip to the emergency room that taught me that not enough nutrients or? yeah just malnourished keep getting se- like brain seizures and it was something was wrong and oh. I just knew that you know my physical and my mental health could not sustain um, much longer yeah. and I knew that I needed to do something about it Did was that a wake up call on your own or did you did someone sit, sit you down and be like hey Tian something's up I think it's um I mean there were definitely my family and yeah. I had friends uh, close friends who knew who definitely told me you know you need to do something about your yeah, health yeah. you know you need to eat more but I think what it, it needs to come from within mm. and it was a wake up call for me to not just be stronger physically but also mentally and that's why I started weightlifting because I picked it up as a challenge to something to overcome something to focus on because I just felt like if I had more control over my physical strength then I also could have control over my mental strength yeah. And it's all you know, phys- mind and body. So I think. Oh, that but you you picked that up very early on because yeah, a lot I'm of lucky. people. I'm lucky. A lot of people evolve into that space, maybe mm. in their twenties. Yeah. yeah. But yours was like a little bit earlier than than a lot of other people. Yeah, I think like in my in my late teens, um, yeah. I'm, I think that I have that realization early on. Yeah. I think I struggled with my own you know anxieties and mental health mm. struggles when I was much earlier in my life. I think when I was twelve or thirteen. Okay. Um, and I think a lot of it had to do with you know my my family and my father leaving when I was when I was about twelve. Um, so I think I've always just been very physically and mentally not very strong. Um, and I think because I was able to realize that early on in my life, once I realized that everything just got mm. better yeah and then going to the gym would you say it's like it's like meditation oh yeah so you you it's it's an escape for a lot of people slash break slash meditative right mm-hmm. don't you think so I think that it is a escape for a lot of people um, it is you know it's just that space whereby I, I always say this you know if there's something if you even if you're having the worst day if you've worked out you've done you've accomplished something you've yeah. accomplished one struggle of you accomplish what you've overcame one obstacle which for, is and what, you're for, it's for yourself so sometimes, sometimes you're at work and you're stressed out and it's it's for a project mm-hmm. or for something else mm-hmm. right but at least fitness you are giving back to the body yourself yes. yeah you're investing in yourself mm-hmm. which is which is the thing right mm-hmm. so I know we're, we're going to be going on air in about two minutes but I mm-hmm. want to touch on this right mm-hmm. so speaking of uh, 
weightlifting and, and a bit of bodybuilding. In 2018, you were back in this very building uh-huh. um, for Miss Universe, right? Yes. And uh, you, you were doing something with the new paper. And it was during that, I can call it a pageant, right? Pageant. Yeah, 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 it was yeah, a pageant. Yeah, beauty pageant. During that beauty pageant, did did the weightlifting ever come up? As like, did other contestants look at you and be like, "Oh, she lifts weights," and she's she's like, how how do you feel that was perceived at the time? Twenty eighteen, right? Twenty eighteen. Yeah. Um, well, I think that a big reason for why I decided to join a beauty pageant was because I had years of bodybuilding experience, and what I thought was really interesting was to really challenge that notion of what it means to be feminine and what it means to have like a very feminine beautiful body um i thought that in in my opinion i i really love embracing strength and muscle um and i came from a bodybuilding background funnily enough they actually told me that i need to lose muscle in order to join the pageant i was actually because you you were very you had you had yeah Yeah, yeah, i was coming out from a from a bodybuilding competition and i was told hey you know it would be better for your standing if you had lost your muscle tone just a little bit. You know, oh. it's fine. Don't work out so much. Just put on a little bit of weight. Um, a bit of, uh, you know, don't don't look so shredded. And I was just thinking that just pretty much goes against what I am trying to champion and what I'm trying to push for. So, you know what? I just continue working out. <laughs> I, I, continue. I love it. I love it. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. You stuck with your gut. Yeah, I'm really glad to see that the, you know, I think the beauty standards have just been shattered mm. and thrown like, out the what window. What is it? Strong is the new sexy or something. Yeah, strong is the new yeah. sexy. But beyond just strong is the new sexy, I think it's more than just the body. It's also, you know, there's so many facets to human yeah. beings that we are trying to embrace now. And I think that that comes across even in social media. You know, it's not just about looking beautiful. It's also about what you say. It's also about about your personality and what you do and what you can do. Um, So it's not... so, And there's so many... You know, there's beauty in so many different shapes and sizes. Oh, yeah. Which I am really glad that we are now trying to embrace. And that's something that you're doing on YouTube. People know you from uh, No Sweat. Mm -hmm. And you're doing your own thing now on your own channel. Mm -hmm. um, And it's called Sing and Squat. Yes, Sing and Squat. So are you going to be... You're going to... It's what it is. You're going to be doing fitness stuff and you're going to be entertaining with music as well. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So basically, um, I, I mean, for me, I was trying to for a very long time. Great, great title, name. by the way. Yeah, sing yeah. and squat. But it's essentially two things that I love so much, which yeah. is singing, doing music, and also squatting. Have you and, tried doing both at the same out. time? I actually have. I, I've actually tried. <laughs> I actually have, and um, it's just very, it might be a bit distracting for the viewer. Okay. Um, not in a good way. Not in a good oh, way. Okay. Okay. Um, but um, yeah. So so my channel is essentially going to the YouTube channel that I'm trying to uh, build, rebuild again. Yeah. Um, and this new series to sing and squat is something I hold very dear to my soul because mm. I'm talking about music which is a huge passion of mine um, at squatting and fitness yeah. and also story times I was going to call it sing, squat and story times but I feel that everything's going to be a story time right. uh, you're going to find story times in all the videos so which um, is you sharing facets of your life yeah yeah. I'm just telling stories I think that you know a big part of being a personal trainer yeah. is that I get to spend time with my clients and share stories and mm. uh, with them and get yeah. Yeah. And do a, a hard workout. It's not just, okay, here's a program and do it. Yeah. It's here's a program, do it, and then we can discuss yeah. other facets of life. I do want to talk to you about uh, personal training. Have you been exploring the world of chat GPT? Oh, it's like my new boyfriend, essentially. <laughs> it's like, like ChatGPT gives me the best answers. Okay, so it's, <laughs> it's like a very intriguing but scary world. Yeah. I think it's very, very new. Mm. But do you think 
there will reach a point where ChatGPT can give you a workout? Oh, I actually tried ChatGPT to give myself a workout and, and how to did it go? give myself a workout program for a week. And I have got to tell you, I was shocked. Like I, good shocked? No, like good shocked. I was just going, wait, this this you know, the AI yeah. is able to give me a program that I feel most of like a lot of personal traders might not even be able oh, to yield for you. Wow. And I tried the program and it was incredible. Like okay. I was aching, I was sore the next day, but I looked at it and I was thinking, this is actually very similar to a program that I would personally prescribe my clients. Right. So it's it's shocking because you're going, whoa, it can yield such a effective workout. It even, it even like, you know, if, you, if you go like, hey, I have a knee injury, I have an ankle injury, it will give you alternatives. Oh, wow. That, that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But the difference, though, is that with personal training, I feel you need what's typically good is that a PT actually helps you with form, and that's of very course. important. Otherwise, you may do every. They, they can always say like do ten push ups, then two ten sit ups, and up. And if you don't do it right, you may get injured. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh. Um. And I want to say that um. Yes, it can yield you a good program, but it does have its limitations. Limitations being it don't it doesn't have that person to, you know, work out with you, motivate you, keep you accountable, that tell you connection. stories. That human connection that is essential to personal training. Mm. Um. And beyond that. You know, um, with and beyond that, I think that you, because you don't have that human connection, you're less you know likely you, to like likely put, in, to that put extra, in that effort. Yeah. You know what? You could go on Google right now. You could Google like give me a leg workout or give me a upper body workout, and they'll be able to generate it true, for you. Whether true. whether you go to the gym or not is a different story. Okay, so Chat GPT won't replace your personal trainer anytime soon. Anytime soon, anytime <laughs> soon. I, I, it's so freaky. Chat GPT can do so many things. It does. But it doesn't replace the human being. It doesn't, it doesn't. Um, I think, you know, as I said, you know, you can download, you know, um, there's there's so much information yeah. out there yeah, on the internet. Totally. Um, and but you can you know you can bring a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. True. You know, fair enough. Uh, having a personal trainer still provides that personal touch to push you through. I know. I mean, that's what we're hoping here too. That one day we us radio DJs don't get replaced by AI. Right. Is that because news possible. presenters is very possible. It's very possible. FYI. Yeah. And <laughs> in the style, you can do like um do a radio interview in the style of Charmaine Yi. Yeah. And in then, the tone of Charmaine. And Yee. then there'll be like. My voice somewhere, right, and right. I won't even need to be here. Right, Isn't right, that scary? Right. right, take out all the awkward pauses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah totally. <laughs> she, can, she can replace your job. Yeah, I know. <laughs> How scary is that? May may that not happen anytime soon, right? Oh, no. yeah. But beyond, you know, we've we've touched a lot about the fitness part. Let's talk about the singing. Mm-hmm. You've got you've got this song, and um, I, I as I told you yesterday, I, I'm new to it. Right, always you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's such a romantic song. It's uh, it's one that I envision somebody would walk down the aisle to. And you were like, that was the point when you yeah. wrote it. Yeah, I wrote it because a lot of my friends are getting married now. So I was just thinking, wait, there's, this is a perfect song to play at somebody's, you know, marching. And oh, have, I'm, yeah. I'm sure you've done it. I have, I yeah. have quite a few times. And um, this song only came out last November. Uh, but it's been a song in the making for many years now. Yeah. yeah. So I have like a whole sketchbook of songs that I want to put out. I just haven't uh, for many years because the fitness took precedence. Uh, and I just think that, you know, for me, it's a time to, put out music that I've been putting off putting right out for you a have, long time you're like Taylor Swift she has a whole like yeah, she vault of music vault. yeah a museum probably yeah. of music and, and songs so this song I started writing in 20. 20- 
2017 yeah so I think after refining it I finally was able to put it out uh, last year it's called Always You yes mm. okay can you for for our Kiss fans yeah. she this is the deal she didn't even bring a whatever instrument yeah. guitar it's gonna like, be a minus one <laughs> you, you do you it's a minus one Um. well I also released it in Mandarin that's right two months after I did a duet Mandarin version I saw that yeah so I think that you know it's there's something for for you know, for um, both for audiences, both audiences. Yeah. can you do us the honors and maybe sing a little bit or of whatever the English version the Engli- always you always you All okay right. I'll just sing the first few lines sure. baby call me crazy I'm your lady and you know I've been thinking about you and I went for my own. Wow. Amazing. I mean, how you can just like get into that more. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. How, how do you, how do you, how did you, I, I couldn't, I couldn't just, did you warm up your, is that why you went to the bathroom? You went to warm up your voice? Oh, no, 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 no. Was, <laughs> maybe I warmed up in the car. But, but it was more to talk to you. No, like <laughs> you're. How do you know you're you're good at this? You have a skill. I'm a firm believer I cannot sing. Mm. Uh, but <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure you can. I don't know. All I think somebody tune. told me. All so, those years on the radio. It trains your ears. You probably have really good ears. Maybe ears, yeah. <laughs> the vocal cords not so much. I'm not sure. But <laughs> did someone tell you, like a primary school choir teacher or something, who told you that, hey, I think you got something special there? Like, go for it. Go for the singing thing. I think that for me, music has always been a big part of my family growing up. Would you? Um, were they always I, singing? Yeah, and, you know, for you know, Christmas parties, parties we would always be singing and jamming. Mm. Uh, I think my dad was probably the one who told, first told me I could sing oh. when I was about six years old. And you remember um, that moment? And I remember that he's he's very musically inclined, very talented. He can play the guitar, he can play the piano. So he was the one who really pushed me to sing and pursue this and perform. Yeah. yeah. So I think a lot of my my love for music started when I was from a very young age. My aunt is also my aunt is also a singer. Right. Yeah. So, in in Singapore. Yeah, in Singapore. So um yeah, so we've always just been doing music growing so, up. So 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 take me like into like a family gathering. Mm-hmm. You'll be there so you're singing your sister singing mm-hmm. your is yeah. that how it works? Does yeah. your sister sing too? Well, my big sister, she's a DJ. Yeah, uh, Jade is a DJ, but she doesn't um, sing. Have uh, you tried to get her to sing? I have. Um, how has that gone? Um, I, I'm, <laughs> she can sing. Oh, she I mean, can, hey, she can sing. She just won't sing, but she can sing. Yeah, I don't know. Stay tuned. Maybe we can do like a mashup at some point. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. Hint, hint, she yeah. could spin, and then you could do a little. Maybe. Why not? Maybe. Oh, Maybe. sister collab. Yeah. Okay, uh-huh. I like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. And you, you sing not just here for us. You don't mm-hmm. sing just on YouTube. Um, you're. Are you still singing publicly? Yeah. So I basically started singing publicly with Jack and Ray. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, Jack and Ray were. They're kind of like they were here in the studio. Oh the no other, way! Yeah, 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 they're kind of like mentors to me. I would say Aww. Jack and Ray are like huge mentors. To OGs, me. OGs. They're the OGs. Yeah, and uh, they are the ones who pushed me into singing uh, live shows when I was about seventeen, eighteen. Um, so at I started that young singing with age? them. Yeah, they they started bringing me to bars um, at eighteen. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, and I was performing with them, and I think that they are a huge part in uh, as to why I've continued to keep music alive. 
So talk to me about I would be pooping in my pants <laughs> if I had to go sing at like a, any one of these bars. Mm-hmm. How do you get over this like crap people are drinking they either are staring at me or they don't care about me how, how do you right I mean mm-hmm. when you go to bars people are either mingling amongst themselves right. or they're just drinking and watching you yeah or sometimes there's no one at the bar yeah right or, it's an, or it could be an empty bar or it could be a really crowded bar for me what's most yeah, important how, how is, do you get through that like hmm. there could be a packed room or there could be no one yeah so basically I just think about who's um, even if nobody's listening, I think of one person who might be listening, mm. and I perform the song like a monologue, like I'm performing to that person, um, yeah. like I'm doing a storytelling and doing a story time. Yeah, yeah. And what has been the most interesting experience? Because I can only imagine people who are slightly, you know, they've had a few beers. Mm-hmm. They're like, I want to sing. Oh, have you, oh, have you have yeah, you yeah. That? I mean that that definitely happens. Do you um, do it with them? Do you like give all, them the mic and be like? It's all good and fun. No, it's all good and fun. I I feel that you know I it's it's all about enjoying my. I mean everybody's just here to enjoy themselves. That's yeah. with live music. So I think that's that's pretty normal for people to come out on stage and want to sing with you. Yeah. Or, or request for a lot of Chinese songs, which is why I had to kind of build that Chinese um, Mandarin music oh, arsenal. Oh, got for it, myself. got it. Okay. Um. Yeah. Another crazy singing experience. I think we were talking about this just now was um, I have sang with Michael Bolton. Yes, you have. This is going to be a very random, it's such a random story when I tell people who was like some cool people who sang with me. I was like, I've sang with Michael Bolton. Okay, so um, for, I, I, yeah. I know this story, but for okay. those who don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I was on a TV show called uh, the, the Asian Dream uh-huh. uh, a couple years back. It was during COVID period when it came out. And uh, I was on the show that Michael Bolton was doing where he was looking for his next like Asian prodigy. Uh, he was in Singapore yeah, yeah, filming yeah. the show. This was a few years ago. Yeah, it was about two, two three years back. And yeah. I joined the competition and um, I was the only one with no formal you know singing training. Right. But he, I think that it was really encouraging to see that he... You know, saw some potential in me, yeah. and we did a duet together. We sang "How How Am I Supposed to Live?" Yeah, you I remember that went viral. together, and that that's that's pretty crazy. Yes, you know? yes, like, yes. On what day do you get to sing a duet with, with Michael Bolton? Uh, so that's a very crazy story time that I have in my you know. In I my mean, list of story trust times. me, you'll remember this for like the rest of your life, right? <laughs> I, I I can't believe it happened. I still can't believe it happened. Exactly. Okay, that's amazing. <laughs> well, um, but I think we were talking about, uh, and and in a bit we're going to be doing some like, uh. uh We've got a quick fire round of questions. Mm-hmm. But is there anything you feel like um, like the, the YouTube community maybe doesn't know so much or mm-hmm. they only see a certain part of your life? Like, do you wish people knew more about one other part of your life? Hmm. I know you're quite, you're quite an open book, to be honest. Good right? question. Um, I think that uh, besides my music, mm. which I feel like I want to push out more, yeah. uh, and the fitness, yes. I, I also want to show that I also would love to go more into acting and hosting because I from a theater I mean for me I came from a theater background I went to SOTA so uh, I have, yeah, I have yeah, some yeah. theater training and some acting training so um, yeah acting is something that I would love to go into um, and that's something have else you, Have you cameoed in Yeah I have I have So what, you, what so you, you've dipped your toes into I've it I've dipped my toes and I've done some stage theater as well You like it? I love it I, I mean to, to me theater is all about storytelling Yes uh, and it's really the root of 
a lot of the my passions that I pursue. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Okay, awesome, awesome. Yeah. Maybe while we still have just a little, a wee bit of time, what we can expect your next episode to look like on Sing and Squat. Sing and Squat. Well, it's going to be about, it's not going to be a fitness centric It will be or it will, because it will be. It will because be. Okay. People were commenting and asking for more fitness videos. So they miss you I'm, on No Sweat. They, they, do miss, <laughs> they do miss No Sweat. So I'm going to give a No Sweat style video okay. uh, for them. Uh, and I think what you can expect from, if you follow me on YouTube, is you expect more story times. Uh, I'm going to do like a love life update which I feel people love my dating story they times. do just to wrap our time up I uh, would love to ask you our quick fire round of questions okay okay so don't think too much about it just okay. go for it okay alright best advice you've ever received um, people remember you from how you made them feel yeah. that's a good one mm. worst advice though that you've ever received uh, keto <laughs> Okay. And what what is keto? That's one word. What do you mean the by keto, keto? The ketogenic diet, the high fat, low carb, whatever nonsense that people are pushing with their right. MLM products, like just make it stop. It's really that's, okay. It's so unsustainable. It's, okay. It's don't don't do it. Don't do it. That's, don't pu- stop your, pushing it. Your advice. That, that's my advice. Or I mean, wor- that, that, right. That's not just the. Is I feel like a lot of people are pushing this ketogenic diet. Um. Okay. Whatever works for you. I'm not here to judge the right. way you eat, but I mean personally. It, it I, hasn't I ne- worked for you. It hasn't worked for me and I, it hasn't worked for any of my clients. So. Gotcha. Okay, so if you could make up a law, hypothetical law um, uh, in the fitness industry, perhaps, okay. yeah. what, what would it be? Fitness industry, I feel... Okay, stop. Okay, girls should be able to wear whatever they want to the gym. Mm. Um, even if they just want to work out in their sports bra. Sure. And um, we should prosecute men for taking videos of them. Okay, like prosecute. Oh, yeah. Actually, it's prosecute a, them. It's a law, I think. It's harassment. Mm, it's very bad. Yeah. Last time, in, the, was, in yeah. the uni gym, I still remember, I scolded this boy oh. for taking videos of me. I said, delete it right now. This is not mm. okay. You cannot stop stop making women feel uncomfortable in the gym. Mm. You know? So, they, should be, they should be allowed to wear whatever. They should be wear whatever, do whatever. Even if they weren't wearing, like if they were wearing a jacket and you know, a don't, hoodie or yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. the law is no taking of women of uh, <coughs> no taking videos of women in the gym. Mm, yeah. <laughs> okay, and if you had ten million dollars, if you had the sudden windfall, what would okay. you do with the money? Uh, ten million dollars. It's a lot, lah, to me. So it's, it's, it's a lot of okay, money. Okay, okay. No, no, it's a lot of money. I would, mm, I would definitely. Give. Would you do a gym thing? Would you go back, put it back into YouTube? What would you do? No, I would definitely, you know, in, invest in like more of my businesses. Every no, everyone businesses. has said that. Amazing. No, invest in more businesses, but also give a a, a huge sum of it to uh, paying off my bill. I have a very boring answer. Like pay off my bills, pay off mortgage. I just can't. Okay, it, okay. Like. Yeah, yeah. Give give money to parents. Ted is adulting. Good yeah, child. Yeah, good yeah, child. Just adult essentially. And uh, finally, yeah. to wrap things up, what are five, give me a sentence, five consecutive words, uh, what life looks like for Tian? What life looks like now? Um, passion. Yeah. Um, chaos. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, chaos. Uh, fulfillment. Okay. Um, Energy. Okay. Energy, okay. And, and one last one. And peace. And peace. Alrighty, yay. Thank you so much for joining us live. Thank you. And uh, we're probably going to be featuring a fair bit of this on our podcast as well, Inside the Spotlight. So uh, if you enjoy what you heard today, please tag us because we'd love to uh, We'd love to know which part of the conversation you enjoyed the most. Tag, uh, tag Tian, tag uh, myself, Yisharmine and, and Kiss92FM. Mm-hmm. Anything that I missed out on? Before no. before you want to wrap things up? Not at all. Just uh, follow my YouTube, Tian Resif. Uh, <laughs> follow my YouTube and uh, 
get ready for some sing, squats, and story time. That's right. That should have been that, but it's too long. It's too long. It's a title. too long. Alrighty, thank you so much for watching the spotlight. We'll catch you on the next one. See ya. Take care. Bye guys. Bye.